Today on Sloppy Exchange, we're going to ask Reddit. Today's WTF, what the fact? Stupid technology and our parting shots. What do we got today, James, on Reddit? All right, so the thing that uh, caught my attention here as I was browsing through top topics on the subreddit, Ask Reddit, what would be the most impressive thing to steal and get away with it? Dr. Ken, do you have any thoughts on that? Or can I ask you, what's the most impressive thing you've ever stolen and gotten away with it? Ladies' hearts. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, like, you think the most impressive thing would be something that's under immense security, right? right. Like, yep. emptying the vaults of Fort Knox. Yeah. Stealing the crown jewels, right? Yeah. But, like... It would take a precision right, plan and, you, right. and a team. Yeah, and, and Ocean's Eleven style. Right, and even that is bullshit, yeah. right? Like yeah, it would yeah. take so much more than that for either of those yep. that it, you know, it's not worth it. But you know, like what would be something that would be worth stealing? That would be. Uh... I can share a story with your permission. That recently, the two of us went to a music festival. Permission granted. <laughs> and it was a long day and a long night. Fair and long. as I, we parted ways at the end of the evening and I went to grab the train home and I had my little cinch backpack on uh, like a good festival goer. And I get a text when I'm on the train and with my bleary eyes, I see, look in your backpack. That's my impression of Dr. Ken, by the way. Look in your backpack. That's how I read the, the text in my head. As you should. And I look in my backpack, <laughs> and I realize that my sticky-fingered friend <laughs> has placed some gifts in there for me of a couple little shot glasses, and more impressively, one of the bar mats uh, from... One of the vendors, I'm not going to say their name. I will say their name because they asked for it. If you name your company Larceny, you want us to steal your shit. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So it anyways, was out on a table. Yeah. It wasn't like I broke into anything. No. But, uh, yeah. So, anyways. Thank you, Larceny, for the shot glasses and I think I, I got hats, too. Did it? I don't know. I got a hat. Yeah. I, I have it. I don't know where I got it from. So, yeah. Uh, yeah Kenneth Noisewater is a little bit of a klepto. <laughs> He's like the dude that would steal your CDs at a party. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Most <laughs> impressive thing to steal and get away with it. Um, I almost think it would be just something kind of like... Have you ever stolen something on accident? Like, you go to the store, you put some shit down on the bottom of the oh, car. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you yeah, get yeah, out yeah, to, yeah. you get out to the car, and you're like, oh, I forgot that pop was down there or whatever. And like... I'm not going to lie to you. Most of the time, if it's feasible, I go back in and like try to square it away. But there's been times, too, where I'm just like, no, just not today. <laughs> nope, that's your fuck up. Right? Just like, you know, like, and I, I don't want to get anybody in trouble because I know they're supposed to check the bottom of the carts and stuff. But it's like, <coughs> sometimes I just need to, I just need to get home. Get home and get my pants off. You know, like that's. They built that in. Right? There's shrink built in. Um yeah, so I do always feel bad about that. But honestly, like, the the amount of times I have consciously stolen something in my life, I can think of one time when I was in eighth grade and I pilfered, like, this stupid oversized penny from a 
gift shop down in Florida uh, on like a family vacation. I don't even know why. I just thought it you was just cool. just had to and, have it. Yeah, and I probably had, you know, the money to pay for it, but we're just... I mean, I'm going to date us a little bit with this reference, but, you know, remember Winona Ryder stealing uh, expensive handbags? Yeah. Yep. I mean, same thing. That penny to you was a hand, you know, the, yeah. the price-wise, like, yeah, you could have bought it, but there's that, that little bit of a thrill there. Right, yeah. Um, and I swear, I was a good kid, but well, know, yeah. even good kids well, was, make stupid right. decisions, right? I was, I, not mean, a, I was not a good kid. So um, <laughs> at the little supermarket in the town where we grew up, they kept the cigarettes uh, behind like the main counter, yeah. right? It wasn't the customer service counter because it was such a small podunk. It was like the main checkout, mm-hmm. and so that person was both. Mm-hmm. Well, on the back side of that was the magazine area. And so while my mom was shopping, she would dump my brother and I off by the magazines, stay in this island, don't don't do anything stupid, yeah. right? So we would read magazines. Well, the cheap-ass, like, Parliament cigarettes and all that, they kept about the top shelf. Yeah. And so we would, like, take a carton and pull the carton back, so it was now at the magazine area, <coughs> and we'd open it up and put them behind the magazines, and we would take one pack every time we would go, yeah. you know, in, like, 7th, 8th grade. We would be stealing packs of Parliament Blues from the cheap little gat or uh, grocery Wait, did you store. say, did you smoke them? Or did you just we steal would, them to steal Then we them? would sell them. Ah. So we would, uh, I mean, you know, I would... Sp- Were you guys in prison at the time? No, no. <laughs> My mother worked for the prison at the time. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> the plot thickens. It does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, like I said, not a, not a good kid. But to the perfect, like, steal it and get away with it, um, I think would be, like... From Groundhog Day, when he just walks up to the armored car, and they're both looking the other way, and just grabs two bags of money and walks yeah, away, yeah. right? Like yeah. the dude in New York a couple years ago that the stole bucket of gold. the bucket of gold, right? And they caught him. Did they? They did. Wow. They caught him, and he was down in South America or Mexico or something. But he was on the lam for months, a while, yeah, months, right? But yes, like he's just crime of opportunity, right? right? You're just walking down the street, and you see that. Somebody left a bucket of gold sitting there, so he just like that's just right. Okay, like the, my, there is no there's no premeditation. There's no just, my boom. whole thing is like generally with stuff like that. <laughs> like like what was that guy on the way to? Was he on his way to the dentist? And he was just like right. Oh, fuck it. Fuck, this yep, is I better. Did, yep. <laughs> right. Like I get that, but there's repercussions, man. You got to reschedule that dentist appointment. <laughs> There's, it's just going to cause ripples in my day that I just don't want to deal with, right? Dude, so, only you would think of it that way. Right? That's like, awesome. <laughs> I kind of have to want to reschedule my dermatology up Right, or just like I was on my way to get a coffee. Oh, now where am I going to get that coffee? Because this gold is really fucking heavy. Right? You can't put that down on the counter. Someone's going right? to realize. Yeah. Why are you carrying a small garbage can of, co- of gold? <laughs> can I give you one of these nuggets? I will trade you for all of your coffee. <laughs> Right. Uh, have you ever been ho- part of a homeowners association? I have. Okay. So, what's your homeowners association horror story? This is another Ask Reddit. Question. So we we bought a house in the outskirts of Richmond that was still being built, the okay. whole development. Yep. And so the way it was kind of worded and worked was that the developer was the homeowners association until okay. it was all finished, yep. and then it would go over to the board or whatever. 
And it, there were like the common area right out front where they had like the nice, you know, and then there were two lots in the back that were like protected wetlands. Mm-hmm. And so the money from the homeowners association was to get a, upkeep that front area and the wetlands. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell you have to do to upkeep, whatever. Mm-hmm. Our dues were like $70 a year. And that might be high. It might have been like $40 a year. Okay. And in the bylaws, it was something like they could only raise it like 5% a year or something ridiculously low. Okay. And so it needed to be something around like $250 per family a year, but it was way less. And so our homeowners association was useless. Okay. Because they were... They they didn't have money to do anything. They didn't have any money to do anything. (laughs) Um, And they didn't have anything... they, They couldn't enforce anything because the builder... You know, this was just as the housing markets were slowing down. Mm-hmm. And so the builder had never actually finished because they ended up cutting through ours and adding this whole other farm field. Yeah. And so like, they kept saying, no, no, it's not done yet. It's not done yet. And so they were useless. But um, when we first moved in, we wanted to build a fence and a deck. And like where we were, we were so far out of you know municipalities, whatever. Like we didn't require any permits, mm-hmm. but we needed homeowner association permission because they were out of yeah. spec or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. the home it was so it was ridiculous. So I just said, you know, screw it. What are they? What are they gonna do? Yeah. If, you know, because they're they're not even a real. So we built our deck, uh-huh. we built our fence, we did all this shit, and the homeowners association tried to say you can't. It's not. Take it, it down. Right? Take it down. Right? And so I was like, well, you're not a real homeowners association yet. Suck it. Right? Like, and, then, and they were like, okay, we're not. Like it wasn't a – did you have words with it? Like, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, we were – Was there like someone that became the face of that to you? Well, no, because it was the – like so they had all – it was just – these are the rules and yeah. you're outside of it. So you need okay. to – and I was like, no. <laughs> and like the whole board just kind of went – Oh, what do we do? Oh, okay. Yeah. And so then what, what happened was um, there were like five other neighbors who were like, really? Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so then they built big decks and fences. Right. And then the, it became once the homeowners association was formed, then you had to go through them for permission. Everything okay. else was grandfathered. But yeah. it was just – it was so fucking stupid. It was like the the same four or five old retired dudes who were there every time like – Right. I mean, it was a it was a waste. Like I went to two meetings. The first one that we were a part of and then the one where they had sent me the letter. Like okay. that was it. So. so you went. Good for you. Because oh, yeah. I got I had a run in with my homeowners association in our first town home that we ever owned. Uh, and I swore, you know, screw these guys, I'm going to the meeting and I never did. Oh. So I just ended up taking it. But we got into this pissing match over our dog. We were an end unit in this, and it was the same deal. We actually bought the model unit in this development, and it it was basically done when we moved in, but there was one section that they were still working on. And so there was a homeowners association. It was made up of the board, you know, and the president was this guy that lived across in the the building directly opposite ours, which I always thought was just the shittiest luck because he was just always sitting out there. Just like keeping an eye on things. So he saw everything that I did, I guess, that he didn't like. And so because we were this end unit, we had a nice yard out to the side. Now, it wasn't our yard. It's, it was it's all common, yard. right? Yeah. But because it was sort of outside of our unit, it felt like it was our yard a little bit. And we had a dog. It was our first puppy we'd ever gotten. And so I would take the dog out to go to the bathroom. And, you know, it was in the wintertime and it's cold and shit, you know, and snowy. The dog just ended up going in the same spot all winter, right? So then when the snow melts, there's a big fucking dead, dead patch in the in the you know right. 
in the grass right there. Well, so of course this dude had just seen me. He knew who it was all winter letting my dog out. So I get a letter from the homeowners association, you know, due to the grass damage, you're going to be billed, you know, whatever for, you know, you can either repair it yourself or you can be billed for us to come out and you repair. Know, repair it. So I thought, okay, well, this is where I was, you know, I'm just going to do this myself. It's not going to cost $300 or for whatever. For grass seed, right? Well, and that was it. So I put down seed. And I was, you know, I raked it all up, put the seed down and stuff. And the guy wanders over. Oh, you think that seed's going to take? And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, you know. And he says, make sure you water it because <clears throat> seed's not going to do it. You need to sod that. And like, so this dude, you know, he was old. He was retired. This was his thing. Right. You know, I was in my 20s. I was just Same. like, you know, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing with anything. And Yep. And so it just was terrible because... I hated going in and out of my house because I felt like he was always over there watching. It just caused way more stress in my life than, you know, it should have. That you, when you get a little older and you have some perspective, you just go, fine, what, you know, like, okay, I shouldn't have done that. But it becomes like a thing, right? right. You know, so then this guy came to like embody That's the, the yeah. homeowners association. And, you know, so long story short, I ended up then, the, the seed didn't do anything. So I went and got sod. I went and got some sod, I put it in there and repaired it, and it looked good, watered it, and then what really, you know... Grinds my gears. What really grinds my gears was that I got a bill. I still got a bill from the Homeowners Association, and they said it was like $300 for the repair that their landscaper had come out and done. And I was like, fuck, no. I, I, did, I that. did it. I right. did it. I'm I, the landscaper. I, yeah. So... I'm going to go to the meeting. I'm going to raise hell. No. No. I just paid the 300 bucks and moved on with my life because I didn't even want to see this guy at that point. And luckily we only lived there for another year or so. And it was just, you know, but like once in every, probably once every year or two, I still, you know, drive out that way and I'll drive by. And it's just like, uh, you know, like granted it's been a long time but i'm like oh man this development is just starting to look kind of run down it's not you know like it's that guy's probably because that guy's probably dead the guy that was out on his porch making sure the shit was tight every day right so so yeah that was uh my one and only experience ever with the homeowners association and i get i get what they do i do you know like they want to keep everybody's property values up you know they don't want you putting cars on blocks and shit out in your yard and whatever else but it just seems like it's you know the tiniest amount of power can just go to people's heads, right? You know, and it's like I'm the I'm the sheriff of this, exactly. You know, and this people my just take their shit town. way too seriously. But yeah, anyway. Oh. So if you got good homeowners association stories, shoot us an email at uh, sloppyexchange at gmail.com. Other than that, uh, let's move on to our next segment. Today's what the fact? What the fact? All right, so this stems from a conversation uh, I had with my son, who is nine, uh, and we were we were uh, talking about expressions okay. and where they come from. Like facial expressions or like no, sayings? like sayings. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, some of them have really amazing roots, like, you know, the rule of thumb, if you're yeah. familiar with that, okay. uh, that phrase, an old law that said, I could beat my wife with a stick no larger in diameter than my thumb. Seriously? Seriously. Okay. And it's actually still on the books in somewhere in Massachusetts, I believe, although maybe I'm totally wrong on that because that's not the what the fact. Okay. Here's the what the fact. Uh, one of the phrases that was thrown around during my son and I, our little banter, was running around like a... Chicken with its head cut off. Chicken with your head cut off. Okay. I want to tell you the story of Mike. 
the headless chicken. <laughs> Today is what the fact. Mike, the headless chicken, born April 20th, 1945, died March 17th, 1947. He's also known as Miracle Mike. So Miracle Mike was a chicken that lived for 18 months after his head had been cut off. Shut up. This is not a joke. On September 10th, 1945, farmer Lloyd Olson of Frutia, Colorado, if I'm saying that wrong, please let us know, uh, was planning to eat supper with his mother-in-law and was sent out to the yard by his wife to bring back a chicken. Olson chose a -a five-and-a-half-month-old chicken named Mike. So the axe uh, that he used removed the bulk of the head, but he missed the jugular vein, leaving one ear and most of his brain stem intact. Due to Olson's failed attempt to behead Mike the chicken, the chicken was still able to balance on a perch, and he walked clumsily. He attempted to preen, peck at his food, and crow with limited success. His <laughs> crowing consisted of a gurgling sound he made in his throat. <laughs> when Mike did not die, Olson instead decided to care for the bird and he fed it a mixture of milk and water via an eyedropper and gave it small grains of corn. Mike, the miracle chicken, lived for 18 months being fed through an eyedropper, milk and water, and corn. Which begs the question, what did the Olsons have for dinner that night? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well done. Well done. He's not just a doctor. He's something else, too. All right, so, yeah, Mike the Miracle Chicken, man. Great story. What the fact? What the fact? <clears throat> All right, uh, next segment, stupid technology. So, have you ever had a piece of technology that just completely let you down? Uh, or that you just never quite got to use the way you thought you would be able to? Um, I had to have a Palm Pilot Pro. I had, I had to, to have, have a Palm Pilot, too. <laughs> oh. Not in a... Also, okay, yeah, yeah so yeah, uh, and and I think I used it for two days. Yeah, I mean it was probably a hundred bucks at least. Yep, and it was supposed to be you know what our smartphones are now minus the being able to call phone call and internet. Just connection. an organizer, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it. I'm not an organized person, right? Um, yeah, I think I actually still have it, really? and my guess is I bought it in. O two, okay. O one, so it's probably valuable, probably worth now almost as much as I paid for it. That's interesting because that was before smartphones. Oh yeah, right. So it was the only game in town. Yeah, Palm Pilots. They because were so cool. Do you do you, now? This you're you're a little younger than I am, but do you remember like day runners, day planners, day timer? They were all like I, uh, it was a brand name of like organization systems, right? right? So it was like a little book that had a calendar in it. You bought the refill calendars every year, yeah. and then it had all these like you could make lists and the whole si- like I, I'm pretty sure and it had like a, an address book in the back. They made a shit that. ton of money because they would conduct these like training seminars on how you can just get your whole life in this day runner, yeah. and then everything you know your busy hectic business schedule will all become crystal clear and you'll become more efficient and all this other kind of stuff. And it's just all shit that our phone does now, right? right? Like whether you choose to use, use it or it, not, right? It's right? all there. Yeah. Um, what about like wearable technology? I read this article the other day that said basically that like wearable technology, like smart watches and stuff like that is dead. Now, 
iWatches are still, you know, I think well, you, I know people that have them. You were rocking that one for I a long time. I used to time. have a Pebble watch for a while, which I really did like. It was a cool sort of anti-Apple watch thing for us Android folks. It kind of played nice with Android or with Apple, and it was inexpensive. And it's amazing how quickly just taking your phone out of your pocket to check a text or an email seems like too much work because you can just look at it on your wrist. But the problem is they went out of business. Really? Yeah. They are no longer supporting their products and they're moving on to other things. I think they got sold to Fitbit or somebody else. So somebody else in that wearable technology space ended up buying Pebble and they were were really cool. They did like... um, they were fiercely independent and all this other kind of stuff, and they just kind of got squeezed out of the market, I think, in the end. Is that um, the uh, the same thing that our good friend, Reverend Dr. Fitz, Yes, uh, he's the one that turned he me turned on to that. Through. And I, I checked it out, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. But then now I am uh, rocking the Casio Illuminator $12 digital watch that tells me the time and lets me set an alarm because that's pretty much... I know you can, you know, look at your phone for your for the time. Sure. And I typically don't even wear a watch, but sometimes I just need an alarm. Uh, so, actually, the only watch I really wear now is the very nice one that uh, the wife got me for our fifteenth anniversary, nice. and it's one of those. Um, Casio is all I can think of. It's not Casio. It's, it's not. It's one, it's one of the it's one of Seiko Kinetics, no, right? Uh, or something. It's the one that recharges off a of light. Yeah. Um, it's not Seiko. I don't know. It's fancy. It's a fancy. It's yeah. a citizen, schmanty. maybe or citizen. Something? Yeah, there we go. And I love it. And the fact that I never need a battery in it, and I just got to keep it on the, you know, dresser where it gets some sunlight. It's awesome. So I have a tag Heuer that, a tag Heuer. Tag Heuer. Yeah, whatever. If that, any of you uh, Germans are out there, right. uh, tell that us how to say that. My wife got me for like our fifth anniversary. It's a beautiful watch. Like yeah. I, I wanted it, and like I sort of lusted after it. She got it for me. It's probably the nicest thing she's ever gotten me. To be honest, it's a really nice gift. But I just don't wear a, like, you know. I only wear it when I dress cool up. It's cool looking. It's badass. It's chunky and everything. But every time I think I need it for something, the battery's dead anyways. And that's something like you got to take to the jeweler and get a right. new battery. So that's half a day. Right. <laughs> and then I find a bucket of gold. Right. And then, and then, and then my day's shot. And your watch still isn't fixed. <laughs> right. Exactly. So um, any other stupid technology or technology that you thought that just sort of let you down? You know, so this, I didn't think of it until you brought up the wearables. Yeah. Uh, a long time ago in a land far, far away, uh, I used to do triathlons. Okay. Um, all the way up from, you know, like little sprints all the way up to half Ironman. Okay. And we did training rides, and I was part of a cult, and it was a lot of fun at the time. Uh, CrossFit, you said? No, no, just a cult, a different one. Uh, CrossFit's a, the new cult. Uh, I didn't join that one. Right. But I had the, the heart rate monitor with the strap. Oh, I had one of those, uh, yeah. Polar. Yeah. That was the big brand there. Um, so this is this is a knock on, on my parents, I think, more than anything. My genetics are such that my body shape um, and the profuse amount of sweat that I produce uh, did not permit that thing to stay on top of my sternum right where it was supposed to. And so at the end of like a 50, 75 mile bike ride, you know, it would be down on my hips and like two thirds of the the data would be useless, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was probably the most expensive useless thing I ever bought. It would have, you know, I'd have tape that I'd have to tape it on my sides, on my chest so it would stay. And then, you know, you rock 
medical tape on you all day, you're pulling skin off. Right. So it was just even when that thing stayed in place for me, it just chafed the shit out oh, of my yeah. like sides and stuff. It was right. it was bad. Yep. So I I mean I, I never wore it during the races. I wasn't like that hardcore, but yeah. during training runs, you know, when they wanted us to push hard and you know, I, I mean it was helpful to have that da- that the data to go back to. Yep. But when you look at at it at the first. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, everything is tracking, and then it just goes to zeros. <laughs> Great, right? So, and uh, that's, I had a, uh, a, it was a, you wore it on your wrist, it was by Garmin, and it was one of the first, like, GPS, like, wearable yep. kind of things. And did for, it take a pulse off your it wrist, didn't, too? It didn't, all it was was it told you, like, how long, how far you were walking slash running, um, and it was cool. I mean, it was it was expensive. It was hundreds of dollars at yeah. the time, and it was still probably the size of, a Tic Tac container. So it was a big oh, ass a thing hunk, hunk, yeah. to wear on your wrist. Um, but again, it's like all, it's just built into your phone now, right? right? Like all of that shit is just in your phone, right? And, and I'm sure on your phone, you could probably find a way to use the camera or something to, to read a heart rate, right? right? Like yeah, I'm, yeah. who knows? I'm, I'm yeah. not technologically savvy enough, but you know. It just does it all. Right. Yeah. And I saw just, an ad, it was like, 20 different pieces of technology from 1980 are in your phone and all now. like you know it was a you know big old clunky camcorder yeah. right? a little walkman all these different things right and it's all in your phone <laughs> it's crazy all right so you and i are both coffee drinkers um i'm backing up here okay because i just saw an interesting question if coffee was illegal what would be its street name hmm so I think I think it's it's like cocaine, right? Where it depends on the form. Okay. Right. right. Uh, yeah. Like you know, if it's crack cocaine, it's rocks. You yeah, know? yeah. So I think if it were dry, like if it were still whole bean coffee, yeah. right? I think it would just be the beans. Like, give me the beans. Give me uh, the beans. Right. If it's got gr- some beans. Right. Get if it, beans if like it's it? ground, you know, like give yeah. me that, give me that cocoa. Right. <laughs> right. That, okay. Very good. Uh, if it's liquid, octane maybe. Octane. Very good. And yeah. it could depend on. Like, well, and this is, oh, you know, my dad's favorite joke of decaffeinated coffee is unleaded. Unleaded. A, yeah. a waitress did that to him one time, and he just thought that was the funniest shit he'd ever heard. So he's been using he's that been using for it ever 30 since. years. I've I mean, heard, yeah. you, got any, you got any no lead? When yeah. they come up, you know, the table Reg- with the coffee, you got any no lead? Regular, <laughs> regular decaf. Right? Uh, unleaded. Leaded. Gets, it gets a laugh 14% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that depending on how it's prepared, too, because like espresso would be different than just drip coffee. So, I mean, I mean it's almost like Starbucks where you order coffee now yeah. in yeah, words yeah. that aren't real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? But like going to your speakeasy coffee yeah. shop, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. what would the text look like to your coffee drug dealer, right? Because like, <laughs> you're, you're not buying it in ounces, you're buying it in pounds, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, I came across, and I got to tell, oh, I'm going to save this for our next What the Fact. What the On fact? our next episode. Oh, sneak peek, everybody. We're going to talk about the most expensive type of coffee in the world. I've, I know what this coffee is. Okay, very good. And I think the question would be, would you drink it? Would you drink it? All right, so tune in next time to hear about this. All right, um, that's, a, that's a good one. All right, so uh, that's our episode. Excellent. Let's do parting shots. Parting shots. Is it? Too soon to spoil the new Star Wars? Uh, you know what? Here, I will say no. I, it, I mean, no, it's not it's, too soon. People either saw it or they're going to see it. I never saw it. I didn't see it in the theater. I haven't seen it yet. I'm a Star Wars guy, but not a fanatic. 
I've actually been playing a shit ton of Battlefront 2. So you, you, you know some of the storyline? And already? I know some of I like can kind of guess how it all fits in. And honestly, I loved the campaign in that. I'll, uh, I'll I tell you that. it was the, super entertaining. The Rogue One Scarif on Battlefront one yeah. is not the same as the movie so okay. you know there there's a there's some plot twists so okay. maybe you don't know right so anyway uh, so you so don't think it's okay so it's not not too soon my, my parting shot is if you haven't seen it yet that's on that's your fault or just turn it off now and listen to the next oh no, i'm not actually going to say anything that was my parting shot was is it too oh soon? is it too soon to spoil it yeah this is great because i just heard i was listening to a show the other day and it was they were talking about like you know just stop stop telling me to watch old movie or like old series right like okay. uh i'm never going to get into you know I'm not going to start watching friends now yeah right or like even more recent than that because stuff just we consume things so differently right. everybody wants an entire episode you know, series yeah. so they can just binge it all in a weekend you know and yeah. you know hey at this point if i haven't watched um you know Monk. orphan black I'm not going to. So just fucking leave me alone about it, you know? Um, but yeah, so nope, I don't, I think Star Wars, talk about it all you want. Talk about it in front of people. All right, well, here's spoiler. my Star Wars spoiler then. Okay. Uh, Kylo Ren yeah. is the uh, bastard son of an incestuous relationship between Luke and Leia. Seriously? No. <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't think. <laughs> How did I not hear this? <laughs> it's not even that because I actually have been trying to avoid, you know, because I heard there was something about it. But my first thought was, but I thought Disney bought Star Wars. They're not going to let that shit fly. Well, maybe Disney's darker than we thought. And how about this? Does that, you know, does does a deal like that, Disney buying Star Wars, does that take the teeth out of it? You know, does that, you know, ultimately that it's, there's a limit now. To what they could have, not saying that George Lucas would, you know, would have ever taken it completely, to the dark you know, side. yeah, to the dark side. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yes, the short answer is yes, there's a limit on it now. Whether that limit uh, was there before with uh, just the nature, right, right? Uh, yeah. or not. It's not like it was, you right. know, it's not Game of Thrones, right? You're, right? you're not opening the series with the queen having an incestual relationship with her brother, right? Like, uh, Stop telling me to watch fucking Game of Thrones, all right? I don't watch it. Probably never going to at this point. I saw a couple episodes. I appreciated certain aspects of the cinematography. <laughs> it is well shot. About that. It is it well, is well shot. shot. Uh, but other than that, no, I'm not going to watch Game of Thrones. So just have your fucking weird Game of Thrones parties, people, and that's cool. I'm cool with it. All right, that's it. That's our episode. Well, this has been another sloppy exchange. I'm Dr. Kenneth Noisewater. I'm Mr. James Westfall. See you next time.